Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And how you doing? Welcome to Thursday, the third day of March Madness. And it has been everything, everything you could possibly imagine when we think about, uh, you know, the NCAA tournament and, and March Madness and Cinderella's and the upsets. And we're living a real life. March Madness, uh, and unfortunately not in a good way. Uh, the second day in a row, gas prices have jumped here in the valley, uh, today. Uh, we're looking pretty much four bucks, uh, 395, uh, at the cheap, um, this, this is just my drive to work. So my drive to work, I start out at the most expensive gas stations, uh, all, all the gas stations down in North Scottsdale, well over four dollars a gallon. Uh, and as I get closer to work, uh, it gets a little cheaper. But the cheapest place, which I don't go to, uh, and I won't go into why, but but the cheapest is three ninety five. So, uh, but get ready. Uh, unfortunately, three ninety five in the next thirty days, sixty days, ninety days is going to be really cheap. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to get fearful, Jason. The most of the country gas prices are going to start with a five uh, by summer dry. I think that's very possible, Joe. And and uh, I mean, it just depends on if things deteriorate quickly or if they deteriorate slowly. Uh, and and uh, it, it's been for most people, it's, it's it's a slow process. They don't see it happening. For us, it's happening quite fastly. So I I just uh, well, I, I think five dollars. But man, you know, you never know. By by late summer, it could be six dollars. It's just you know. Well, and again, one or two things are going to happen. Right, which is, and obviously, uh, when we're looking here at the Russia thing, that's not changing. And one of the interesting things that's happened, very similar to, to COVID, where all of a sudden private companies are taking matters into their own hands uh, and actually going to make things a lot worse, not just about energy now. The, 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 Mazeric, the largest shipper in the world, says, you know what, we're not, we won't book any more ships coming in or out of Russia, which just means, hey, even if they were going to allow for for purchases of, let's say, crude oil, well, hey, you're not using our ships to do it, so I don't know how you're going to do it. We're not going there. Uh, banks essentially banning uh, uh, countries, customers, uh, lines of credit. Because you got to remember, you know, when you're buying, we're not talking about, you know, when, when we go out, you know, I, I buy uh, 13, 14, 15 gallons of gas. What we're talking about. Right? We're talking about, I don't even know how to put it into gallons. We're talking about tons and tons of fuel, tons and tons of, of food and, and other products. I mean, on a scale so massive, most of us, can't even think about it, and how the, how the world works is they get it. They're like, yeah, okay, uh, we'll give you the line of credit, right? Because we know, yeah, you're buying cargo ship of of, of wheat or cargo ship of, of fuel, and uh, we'll, we'll extend you the line of credit to buy it because we know as soon as it gets to your port, you've already got it sold, and, and they're just waiting, you know, hey, I'm not going to pay for it until I get it, uh, and then you pay it. All that's been blocked, all of it. 
And so now we're going to see, unfortunately, you know, as we think about March Madness, uh, a lot of things that we didn't even know would be affected are going to be affected. Uh, oil prices are the easy one. Uh, that's the most simple one. Uh, high, high fuel prices, that's the most simple one. But it's a lot more than that. And this makes this thing last a lot longer. To Jason's point, this lasts a lot longer. Now we gotta rely on, totally have to be reliant. If we want prices to fall, it's all gonna have to be about demand destruction. And, and we're talking about demand destruction in millions of barrels of oil a day. Uh, so it's got to be a significant demand destruction, Jason, just to get these oil markets back into some kind of balance. And with the with the population uh, not really shrinking, that I don't see you know people need energy. Oh, there's not there's no way around it. <clears throat> Obviously, there'll be less demand during the summer in the northern hemisphere, but. Uh, demand destruction in, in energy is very difficult, Joe. I mean, if people need it, people need to, you know they need all that that oil. They need oil. They need uh, natural gas. You know, they need this stuff. And I mean, how, how much how much uh, less demand can actually happen? I guess you have to have uh, a, a huge market. To me, you have to have a huge market crash, Joe, to really shut down uh, energy demand where people really pinch their pennies. You know. Well, and that's exactly what 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 would have to. To, to, to play out here. Uh, now all of a sudden, it's amazing how quickly things turn. And all these people that are out there saying, oh, no, don't worry, inflation, it's just transitory, and oh, it's just a little temporary supply chain problem. All, all the, listen, go back. Jason and I have been calling this thing right down uh, from the very, very beginning. Now all of a sudden, uh, we're starting to see a lot of firms out there changing their tunes and now uh, saying, hey, guess what? Uh, we expect inflation to be over 7% for the entire year now. So nowhere near uh, 2%. I mean, uh, essentially what they're saying is, hey, we don't expect inflation to get better at all this year. I wouldn't be surprised, Joe, with their phony number if it gets close to 10 sometime this year on their phony number that they use. I, I, it could easily happen. Easily. And when you sit there and you think about all of those things, and, and again, now what else, right? This was something unforeseen. This was unforeseen for me, and I still, to you know, I'll, I'll go uh, to my grave with this. This was easily avoidable, but obviously this is what they wanted to have happen, and my guess is because they wanted to cover up something even worse than this. Uh, but when we get back, we're going to talk, is Russia going to default? And what does that mean for the banking system? 800-951-0592. Gold's up seven. And, 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 uh, I'll say this, uh, seven plus here in New York, uh, 1930. Uh, Kitco is London. For those of you that got on our website, uh, following the spot price there, I want to say that they, I think they've got it flat. It may even be down a dollar. Uh, and the difference is, uh, for an hour, New York, when New York closes, uh, the, we call it electronic trading, the London electronic trading, uh, goes on for another hour. So we had a rally yesterday. By the way, two very important things happened yesterday. Number one was, uh, a higher low for gold, uh, this 1920. Uh, right now, you know, 1880 is ultimate support now. Uh, you know, we think back, it used to be, remember it was 1770, so we've jumped over a hundred bucks, but 
1920 held yesterday, uh, which was a key number for gold. Uh, now rallying here today, silver, uh, which was really one that I was really watching, held $25 yesterday. Uh, so that's that, uh, and again, silver right now, uh, under a little bit of pressure, but still holding $25, $25.15 cents, uh, right now on the silver price, but from a technical standpoint, uh, a really healthy, uh, some, a profit taking, but holding higher levels of support. And of course, we know that we got higher highs, uh, in both of these metals. Uh, as well. So, so things trending in the right direction there. Uh, right now, crude oil, while we were asleep, hit a hundred and sixteen, a hundred and seventeen dollars. That's how fast crude is moving. Uh, there was another one of these Iranian, uh, you know, the, uh, they're going to agree to let them, uh, sell oil legally. It's a good story. Don't buy anything into it. This is just traders trying to make a few dollars. I'll call it a little little bit of profit taking today, but crude oil is like down like fifty cents. Don't so, but it's at one hundred and ten on this Iranian news. Of course, yesterday I told you China's buying every barrel of crude oil Iran will produce uh, illegally. Uh, which is now almost 780,000 barrels a day, and they get to buy it at a discount uh, be, uh, because of it. But, but Jason, this is something we'll, we'll keep our eye on uh, because of the fact that all of these sanctions are being put in place. So just, just breaking now, Gazprom. Uh, that's the Russian major gas producer. Uh, you know, you think about uh, the pipeline into Europe with natural gas. That's the company there. Uh, apparently, the landlords in London just threw them out of the building. <laughs> wow. Well, right, just throwing them out of the building. And, and again, you got to remember, listen, it's not like you can just – and, and again, it's not that Russia was this huge economic juggernaut, you know, but they're – they're, they're, they're more important than Canada, right? But they're not as important as, uh, you know, obviously us or China, India, right? Uh, they're not as important as Germany or France, GDP-wise. But now we've got a problem of Russian defaults happening all over the place. All of these companies, listen, they have debts, right? I mean, that's, let's face it, part of the cheap, the cheap money out there, all of these companies, they did, they all did the same thing. Well, you're going to let me borrow money for one or two percent? Yeah, I'll just borrow money. Jason, it's going to create a very interesting problem for the banks. And, and again, we're only a week or so into this. The, the, the bigger question is what is going to happen 30, 60, and 90 days from now? Uh, with all of these, uh, what I'll call private sector sanctions on top of what the governments are doing, uh, th- this is going to lead to cascading defaults. Uh, and, and I got a, why do I have a bad feeling that the European banks are going to be especially vulnerable? Yeah, actually, their, their system has been, uh, in a worse position for the last couple of years than, than ours here in America, <clears throat> Joe. And, and when you talk about defaults from Russia, I mean, you know, the, the, you know, I, I, who knows what to believe? But I got, you know, I have had articles sent to me about uh, Russia and Putin wanting to break away from the central banking cartel worldwide. I've even, uh, I've been reading an article that was sent to me. Uh, Putin 
uh, two years ago, Putin pro- prohibited Jacob Rothschild and his New World Order banking cabal from e- operating inside Russia. This is for two years. Uh, with this article, whether I can, I'm trying to figure out whether I can even believe this kind of information. But it's basically saying that Putin and Russia wants to break away from the ban- the current banking system. And if that were to be true, Joe, let's just pretend for a moment that, that that's actually true. I don't totally believe that right now. But if that were true, then, yeah, defaulting on your debts, well, that, what a great way to uh, usher in a little strength for, for being outside of that system, Joe. You, you, you damage the old one, right? Yeah, exactly right. It would be very, very interesting. How, and we just got to keep an eye on it because, again, these are things that, that we don't anticipate happening uh, that all of a sudden are, are in play now and, and just – uh, puts the whole system at risk. And as we watch this inflationary things, how is the economy going to hold up? That's going to be huge because all of a sudden, you know, the way I think this is going to happen, and I think all of us can see it, things are getting way too expensive. It's getting harder and harder to afford. It sure seems like, you know, with the printing presses, you know, let's face, listen, the Fed hasn't even raised rates yet. That, that's the only thing. just blows your mind. They haven't done anything to help. And, of course, the problem is, is can we even really raise rates? Uh, and how many rates can we get to? I heard, uh, you know, the other day I told you I watched the idiot box because sometimes I like to torture myself. And, and they were talking about, you know, they're, they were trying to guesstimate. Well, how high could we really go before this whole thing blows up, right? The whole house of cards collapse. And you know what the number they threw out was? 1%. 1%. But if inflation, if fake inflation's at 7 Right. So what you're saying is, okay, I want to get this straight now. I'm losing a fake 7%. I'm really losing, what, 15% of my money by, by, by the inflation tax. And you think we could get to a whole whopping 1%, which would what? Let's, what does that put the 10 year note at? Maybe 3%. And who would do that? Would you loan anybody money? Think about this. Hey, I'm going to loan you money. Okay? And I'm going to guarantee that I'm going to lose money by loaning it to you, and I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's how, yeah. Well, how much am I going to lose? Oh, I'm going to lose 4, 5, 6% every year for 10 years? Oh, yeah, sign me up for that. That, that That's idiotic. And, of course, nobody is willing to do that. And, and so I guess, Jason, when we sit here and I think about it, uh, and it's just like we said, I don't think they've got that. I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're, uh, at best, we get to 1% before they turn around and run and go the other way. And you better have your gold bought well before they turn around and run because that's when the big run happens. We're going to see gold rally. We're going to see gold at new all-time highs before they turn around and run. And when they turn around and run, Jason, that's when we want to be in front. 
I think you're right, Joe. And and, and uh, with the with the war that's in place now, and uh, the Pentagon and the and the British and American governments admitting that it's, oh, this this will be ten to twenty years, which is obscene. For you know, when World War II started, nobody said, oh well, this this whole Nazi war starting, well, it'll be ten to twenty years of war. Nobody does this. So with that in place, Joe, it really looks like, hey, we'll just let re- inflation run, just like you said. We'll 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 act like we're responsible when the whole in the market start to fail or the war gets worse. We'll just uh, go back down to zero, and I think their their play, Joe, is we'll we'll just get GDP to try to catch up with the inflation. I think that's 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 kind of their play to, to to just once again kick the can down the road, just one more kick, I guess, Joe. You know, it's going to be really really interesting because I think we're going to see defaults. Uh, obviously, most of the Russian companies, if not all Russian companies, are going to probably end up defaulting. Yes, I mean that, that could happen, looking, Joe. That could I mean, happen. That's what it looks like. Right, that's what it looks like. Why would it end, Joe? Let's listen to this this quote from Putin. Uh, this is from from months and years past. We used to behave naively, but now we see that the World Trade Organization rules are all too, all too often broken. The restrictions are imposed for political reasons, which they call sanctions. Plus, more and more of them are imposed to secure its favorite competitive advantages. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's looking at the Fed has nowhere to go. At the timing of the war, if he is breaking free, the, the timing of this war would be to uh, to cause a lot of strain to the Fed, which has no way to, nowhere to go, Joe. Yeah, well, Jay Powell uh, outlying in front of the Banking Committee today. So today he's in front of the Senate Banking Committee uh, and now saying, yep, you know, wow. Uh, just shocking that he's even willing to admit it that upward pressures are are in inflation are coming uh because of uh, what's happening with russia uh especially from higher commodity and energy costs uh and he said at least for a while no it's a lot longer for a while it's not going to help at all with supply chains because ships are not going to be offloaded uh, so he's going on and on here uh, as to uh, inflation's going to be significantly hotter than he thought. But again, now we can, he's got something to blame it on. But where's the rate hikes? Where are they? Still sticking to, by the way, Jay Powell still sticking to only a 25 basis point rate hike. Uh, and, and again, the only reason to do that is because you really can't fight inflation. They still haven't tapered down to zero yet either. I, I mean, it's gonna happen. You know, it's gonna happen like in the next few weeks, right? We're finally going to stop uh, with the increasing the money. I mean, to Jason's point, I mean, we're still increasing the money supply. And again, the problem is, is why do I have this horrible feeling, Jason? Even when they stop with the uh, the bond buying that they're going to have all these backdoor little programs that we're not going to be able to learn about for several years later through through uh, FOIA requests uh, that they never really stop. Yeah, and it's, you know, like we theorized with uh, the Glenn Beck piece we played about a month and a half ago, The uh, you know, if they're, if they're dumping a trillion dollars into the repo, you know, it, whatever they stop spending for their, their purchases, they can just dump into that hole if they want to keep printing, Joe. So, we, we, you know, they, they are not going to tell us how much they're printing, and it, it could quite possibly be a trillion a week. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane, it, but that's it, it what It is going to be absolute insanity. Uh, and, again, it was going to be insanity without Ukraine. Ukraine changes it all. It really does. I mean, now, now it just adds another 
huge, huge factor. Uh, and I think what we're going to end up with is probably uh, it's going to start with Russian company defaults, uh, and it's going to spread as inflation eats away. Uh, we're going to start seeing companies start to fail uh, and defaults rounding up. And remember, the digital currency is the goal here. That, that's the real goal. And to Jason's point, was Russia trying to get out of the banking system? Is this why we went to war? Uh, the Chinese, today there is a big vote, uh, UN Security Council res- resolution. Uh, but, uh, the, the, the big thing here was there were five countries that, you know, didn't support, you know, Russia was one, North Korea was one, but there was a bunch of countries that abstained. And, you know, Mexico, Brazil, India, China all abstained from punishing Russia and the Chinese ambassador said well what did what did you think why would you bring NATO to uh, Russia's front door it didn't make sense and they said hey this is why we're abstaining because why why did you do this and Jason maybe this is why they did it yeah, that, that, yeah, that's very, it's, it's very well put, Joe. That's that's quite possibly exactly what's happening. You know, and of course, uh, you know, well, all the Biden ties to scummy Ukraine. Uh, we'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot News Hour. Joe Jake with Jason Walker. It can't. Be, it's got to be said, right? Is it coincidence? If you believe in that, which I don't that the Biden family has all these ties to Ukraine, and now this happens. I mean, really? Of all the countries in the world, it's these ties, and, and I know, before the right, scummy Ukraine, and I know that's, that, that's hurtful right now, because obviously the American media wants us, right, uh, Ukraine's the new darling, right? And again, I've got all, so much respect. For the Ukrainian people that are out there battling the Russians right now, uh, obviously uh, that 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 part I love. But let's not kid ourselves. This was a horribly corrupt nation. It was. We know that. Why? Well, how do we know? <laughs> Look at the Biden family dealings, and as shady as shady can possibly be. Now today, I don't know if you saw it today. First, we weren't going to do anything. Right? Then we said, okay, well, we're going to send a few weapons. And then on Monday, they were talking about, hey, maybe we're going to ask Congress for $4 billion. Today, we're now getting ready to ask Congress, they want $10 billion for Ukraine. And another 20-something more billion for COVID, because, you know, you, you can't let a crisis go to waste. Right? So you, 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 you've got to... Uh, that you, you, you've got to go in there, right? And, and anything you can add to it. So they, they want to add another $34 billion out of thin air, you know, 10 billion for the Ukraine. Uh, and, and again, it's just, you start connecting the dots here. Uh, I, I'm totally on board, uh, with the Chinese ambassador to the UN saying, what did you expect? Why would we bring NATO to, to the Russians' doorstep. And again, this is a kind of, they're of no importance whatsoever, Jason. 
Yeah, yeah well, I mean, uh, Romney uh, ran for president in uh, 2012 and said that Russia is going to be our biggest enemy, and he has uh, oil and natural gas interest in that country, Ukraine, just like Biden. So it's, it makes you know, I wonder how many, right? I wonder, you know, we know about the Biden thing and Hunter Biden. I wonder how many more of our so-called elected officials and, and uh, high-dollar net worth uh, have vested interest in the Ukraine. By the way, this is uh, coming out of France. Uh, the French president today, uh, Macron, had a what he says was a 90-minute conversation uh, with Vladimir Putin this morning. Uh, says the worst is to come. Yep. The worst is to come uh, on the ongoing crisis in Ukraine. Uh, Macron concluded that Putin wants total control of Ukraine, that the Russian leader appears intent on seizing the whole country. Uh, so there you have it. This thing's not going away. Uh, it really backs up what Jason told us yesterday about how uh, our intelligence officials are telling the Biden White House, hey, this thing's going to be 10, 20, 10 to 20 years. And, Joe, if if... Putin and Russia are actually breaking out of the world central banking cartel. They have their own independent central bank for Russia only. Uh, this this will go on for a long time because this is a nuclear armed country. Whether their economy is big or not won't matter that much. And you know we're, we're seeing what our televisions want us to see, which is this is this is a horrible thing happening to the Ukrainian people. But what if the majority of the country still actually wants to be a part of the Russian economy and they don't want they want to move out of the global system? Then the war you have there is more of a civil war, Joe. That's kind of what's probably actually happening. It's probably more of a civil war. Yeah, and war. again, the, the, the other side of this, I think, too, to, to point out is this push to electric. Yep. Which, of course, in solar and wind, which we told you, it doesn't work. The math doesn't work. I'd love for the math to work. Maybe it's a desperate... It doesn't. Joe, maybe it's, that's, a, that's a desperate... Uh, attempt to to uh, push Russia out. You know, hey, if Russia is going to be in oil and we get the whole world into electric, uh, they won't matter if they break away. They'll be insignificant. And, and and make energy prices so high. Yep. That now all of a sudden, well, the math was going to work a lot better. Yep. Right. The math for electric cars works a lot better if gasoline is five, six, seven. Dare I say, ten dollars a gallon. And people on ten dollars a gallon, calm it down. Listen, California, the the most expensive places in California are already over seven. Makes sense if if uh, Biden's shutting down oil reserve uh, ability, Joe. It's sure that the evidence supports that, Joe. Well, and even the private sector. I'm watching what our private sector companies are doing because I really think that Europe, especially Germany. Hey, let's sanction them with everything but energy, right? Let's keep the gas going, keep the oil going. And it looks like the private companies have taken that away now. Now, now uh, it doesn't matter. Hey, it's not happening. And I'm going to tell you right now, if Russia's only allowed to sell oil to China, right, because the Chinese will do it, and maybe India, but if they can't do any other oil anywhere else, oil's not stopping at 120. Oil's not stopping at 150. 
right? We will see $200 a barrel oil because there's going to be something else, right? A, a hurricane, uh, uh, this, uh, uh, a pipeline explosion, whatever it may be. And, and, and Jason, just drive these prices out of sight. Let me tell you, unleaded gas, I've been talking about this. So uh, on Friday, unleaded gas closed at about $2.70, $2.75. Right this second, unleaded gas futures, $3.35. That's 65 cents, 60, 65 cents a gallon more than it was on Friday. Uh, I don't think people understand what's really going to happen here. If if Russia can't do business with the rest of the world, but but China wants cheap oil, they'll uh, they'll get it from Russia, won't they, Joe? Well, that's what China's done with Iran, right? Iran, you know what? And I love they act like Iran's not selling oil. They are. They just got to sell it. At China loves it, right? I, I bet you right now, China's buying Russian crude oil for eighty, ninety dollars a barrel max. I agree, Joe. Absolutely. But this is something again. The 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 whole thing. Uh, this is to bring in. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, this is to go electric. This is to bring in the digital currency. Uh, this is going to be a huge global reset. Uh, we we've had. I can't even tell you how many customers call in and say, "My bank doesn't have any cash. What's going on?" Right. Get ready. Cash is going away. Uh, and and I think this is kind of the start of it all. As, as uh, we keep watching this play out, and after the French president now, Katie by the door here, we'll be back with the gold special. 800-951-0592, Jay Powell testifying in front of the Senate Banking Committee. Nobody's going to confuse this guy with Einstein. Uh, but apparently, Jason, even Jay Powell's figured it out. Yeah, uh, This Ukraine thing. Yeah, that's going to add a lot to the inflation pile. Uh, gold's now up 10, uh, 19.32. Uh, I've got a really good special, something we, we, we don't run these very often because we just can't get quantities uh, very often. But the one-tenth ounce American Gold Eagle. And, and you know what? I sit there and I think about... Uh, what happened with the Canadians and getting their bank accounts confiscated. Uh, I promise you in the Ukraine right now, uh, the citizenry there that's left that couldn't get a view have uh, one-tenth ounce gold eagles, uh, you're going to be able to get things. Uh, this is uh, a, the, the smallest uh, form of gold that isn't outrageously expensive. You, you, the you can find like one gram bars and things like that, but you're, you're going to pay like thirty five hundred dollars an ounce, you know, some, some something crazy like that. Uh, but this is government hallmarked one tenth ounce American gold eagles. I got a just a huge buy, uh, and here's the great part: is I've got ten rolls, that means I've got five hundred. One-tenth ounce American Gold Eagles available. Uh, they come in rolls of 50. You don't have to buy a whole roll. You can buy one, five, ten. You can buy, you know, is 500 of them if, if that's what you want to do. Uh, they're normally 265 bucks. I've got these 
for $250. And when you think about uh, like a $5 Liberty, uh, you're really, you're almost getting a tenth ounce for almost the same price as $5 Liberty. So if you got four or $5 Liberties and you had 10 tenth ounce, the price is almost the exact same, uh, which just tells you how valuable fractional gold is. So one tenth ounce American Gold Eagles, they're $250 a piece. If you want a roll, a roll of 50, uh, it's 12000 Five hundred dollars. Uh, if you buy the roll and you're not a pickup, uh, we'll throw in the shipping for free. Uh, if you buy a roll or more of tenth ounce at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And just remember, I only have five hundred of them. That's all that we have. Uh, but really, uh, Jason, it's a gr- great fractional material. Uh, in, in the you know, I'll call it the hey, just in case. It really rolls downhill. You know, we haven't talked a lot about blackouts. I think that is going to be very, very prevalent all over the globe over the next uh, at least five years, especially now with sky-high energy prices. Any little thing, these power operators, uh, they're only buying exactly what they need, and any time uh, it spikes... There's always problems in, in, you know, having the power out for a prolonged period of time. Uh, you, you know, you can't buy gas without power. You can't buy food. The stores will be closed, right? Nothing's open. Uh, having some of these available to barter to get things with, not necessarily a crazy bad idea. That's right, Joe. It's, it's, it's gold at a price that if you, uh, you're not, you're not in the 2000, 3000, 4000 to buy several ounces of gold. If you're, your uh, your budget's a little smaller, but you'd like to get some gold. And, and of course, usually when your, your budget's lower, you go to silver. That's that's why we sell gold and silver. But this is a way to get a tenth ounce of gold. And, uh, and I've, I say to all the customers that come in, you know, we're always, uh, Joe, we're always having to educate the new customers. Uh, well, if you add up ten of them, well, that's twenty five hundred dollars. Why would I do that? Well, you buy gold with a higher premium. When you sell it, you get the you know, you get a higher premium back when you sell it. So it's, it goes both ways, Joe. People, I don't think they get this. A lot of people that try to stay away from fractional gold is like because the premium's too high. Well, it's it's also more valuable when you sell it too. So you you know that's that's just the way it works. More expensive silver, you sell it back more expensive. The cheaper silver you buy, the more uh, cheaper it is when you sell it back. That's you know right right, Joe. Joy, a hundred ounce silver bar is going to get a lower premium when you sell it to us than silver equals wood. Oh, and it's not even close. Yeah, I mean, and they're pretty significant. Jason's right, premiums, uh, but premiums are up on everything. Yes, and and. To save, like I said, these are $265. This is a huge discount. Uh, and, and the fact of the matter is, is these are very difficult to get. Uh, the Mint can't make enough of them. Uh, the Mint has hard enough time making uh, one-ounce uh, Silver Eagles and one-ounce Gold Eagles. Uh, and, 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 and again, when we're sitting here and we're watching how all of this plays out, uh, I think, uh, and for most of our customers, I say, you know, we, we've got, uh, you know, three types of customers, right? We've got the, the, the one customer that is, hey, listen, I want the most private gold you got, because everyone wants to be private, but I want it at the cheapest price, right? Okay, so that's, that's your $20 gold piece. That's your one ounce gold pieces then you have 
uh, what I'll call the prepper. Hey, you know what? I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about I'm going to have to barter. I'm going to have to use gold and silver to get things, especially if we go digital. Believe me, gold and silver is going to be super important in a digital economy. Uh, and and that's those are the people like Jason said, hey, I'm buying junk silver, utility silver, 10-ounce gold eagles. Like the biggest piece they would buy is maybe a quarter round. And, and Joe, versus, right? the, it, versus the normal price of 265 you buy 20 of these today, you're essentially the 20th one's free. That's $300 savings. I, I, yeah, I, I'm going to tell you right now, the first time I worked here, right, right, when I first started, you could get a roll of 10th ounce for less than $1,800. Like, it was like $36 a coin when I first started here. So uh, just to give you an indication, 800-951-0592. We do have a line open. Uh, just wait. We'll get you in order that you call. Uh, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. All lines are busy right now. Uh, we'll get to you in the order that you called. Up. Oh, we just had a line open. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. It's the tenth ounce American Gold Eagles. We only had five hundred of them. Uh, they're just flying out here, 250 bucks, saving $15 a coin. Uh, I also have them online. Listen, for all you new listeners out there, we don't bait and switch. We don't play games with you. This is the coin we want you to buy today. You just call us up and say, I want the special. Ready for the hard question we're going to ask you? How many would you like? And that, that's going to be our hard question. Uh, they come in rolls of 50. Uh, they're the size of a dime. They're the golden dime. Uh, as we like to call them, uh, they're the size of the dime. They're a tenth of an ounce of gold. Uh, they come in a little, t- this small little tube. If you want a whole tube of them, uh, that's 50 of them in a tube, uh, 12,500 for the tube. If you buy 50, uh, 50 or more, because you can buy more, if you buy 50 or more, uh, and you're not a pickup, uh, we'll throw in the shipping for you, uh, at no charge. 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. So, so before the break, we we're talking about the types of customers we have, right? Ten uh, percent of our customers are the I want the cheapest I can get and stay private. That's all I care. I don't care about it. I just want to buy the cheapest. Right? You're buying, you know, twenty dollar gold pieces. Then you got the prepper. Hey, I, I'm going to need it to barter with and all of this stuff. And I and I think about when they outlaw cash because that's coming. Uh, there's going to be a lot more barter going on in the world, and especially in the United States. I think gold and silver is going to have a big part of that. Uh, th- this is one of the barter coins. This is their favorite gold coin for the barter people. Uh, and that's about 10% of our clients. The other 80%, they're like, hey, I'm the first one. right? I want to... I want to, you know, and of course, it just makes sense. Yeah, I want to pay the least amount possible and stay private. But, hey, you know those prepper guys? <laughs> Starting to see some of their logic. And they end up becoming uh, and saying, yeah, when, they're, when the price is right, yeah, I'm going to add all, some of that fractional stuff to the portfolio. Right, Jason? That's exactly right, Joe. It's, uh, there's, just, there's no reason not to, to put your savings into gold silver, especially where we're at today. I've, I've been doing this on the air with Patriot for four years, and this this is probably 
the best moment to get into gold and to, and to put more into it than in the whole four years I've been here, Joe. This is this is, you know, the things oh, are going yeah, on the world, man. It's this this is a great time without to get a doubt. So there, there, there's so much happening in the world today. Uh, you know, when we talk about uh, even even uh, Jay Powell, who can't see, you know, two feet in front of his face when it comes to inflation, is out there testifying today. Yeah, this is a problem. Uh, this is a problem. Uh, the only thing up today is gold. Uh, the the Dow's down 100 plus points. The Nasdaq's down 100 plus point. The S and P's down. Oil's down today. I don't buy it. I, I, I it, it, and again, it hit the new, the, the highest it's been since 2008 earlier this morning. Uh, right now, gold's down 40 cents at $110 and change. Uh, but, uh, oil did again, rally late yesterday, Joe. It, it gained quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, it was dollars. a big rally, some profit taking. It could happen again today. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm listening to what that French president said. Oil prices are going to be a lot higher for a lot, lot longer, uh, and people need to be prepared for that. Inflation is going to get worse before it gets better. 800 951